Today on the show, I have Neil Desai. His company is called Sunergy. What they do is they provide easy access to renewable products across the United States. He's the CEO of the company. He's had it for four years. And we were just talking about the massive influx of people now just jumping into a sector and what he's seeing there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thank you so much for, for having me on, Chad. And I look forward to giving a deep dive and kind of a little bit more insight on all the struggles that we faced and the market as a whole. Yeah, definitely. I, I want to hear what you have to say about this. So what do you see what's happening with the market as a whole? Sure. I mean, a lot of people don't think about it, but if you look at it five years ago, 10 years ago, you didn't have a ring doorbell. You didn't have an electric toothbrush. You didn't have your iPhone or your Apple watch or your three tablets or your two computer screens or your all of these things, all of these devices that it's modern technology. And we have become dependent on having these, these technological factors in our life. Well, all of these, these outlets, they require a lot of energy usage and people don't realize the amount of energy that we're using on a daily basis that it continues to grow. When they think of, of energy, most people look at their fridge or their dishwasher and say things are becoming more energy efficient. And that is accurate, but that does not replace the fact that we continuously use more energy on an annual basis as a country than anyone else. So I think it's being brought more to light, especially because EVs are coming into play. A lot of people are buying Teslas. Every manufacturer is going EV. So the electricity usage is just becoming greater and greater and greater. And I think renewable is, is a great way to help for the headwinds that we're about to face. For example, most people are very, it's second nature that when you flip a light switch, automatically the lights are going to turn on. What happens to that one day when it doesn't? Because there's not enough electricity being produced and there's significantly more being consumed. And, and so I think as, as a country, we need to look at renewable options and see what we can do to, to prepare ourselves for the inevitable. So what are you thinking uh, as far as preparations? Sure. I know that there are a lot of tax incentives, right, around renewables, around solar in particular, but even wind, there's, there's a lot of incentives that the government is, has put into place. And I, I feel that they're putting these incentives into place so that people are prepared for what's to come. And I think it's up to us to take action on it sooner rather than later. So when you're coming in, with these products, are you helping with installs or recommendations? What does that look like? Sure, sure. So we're actually a solar product distributor. So we sell, we're, we're more of a B2B organization. We sell to the installers that actually come out to your house or your local business and do the installations. So we get products from all around the world to make it easily accessible here in the United States to get the products that you need rather than waiting six to eight months until products ship, we keep them on hand. So we consider ourselves very similar to the, the Amazon of solar. Interesting. So you're a solar distributor and also alternative sure. renewable products. Correct. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. So we were talking about your past and how you landed in this space. You yeah. had to overcome a lot of obstacles. Would you mind sharing some of those stories? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, you know, Ever since I was 16 years old, I had multiple jobs. And prior to me jumping into renewables, I, I worked for 
in the hospitality industry. And I did that for about 14 years. And while I was in the hospitality industry, I kind of uh, had a few friends that were in the renewable energy environment. And I had talked to them and I had noticed all of those things that the consumption of energy was just continuously, continuously rising and that we continuously use, we're using our natural resources to sustain us at the moment. And I said, there has to be a better way. And I kind of looked at the industry and I chose the distribution sector and wanted to build a business that incorporates its employees as family members. So here at Sunergy, we consider everyone a family member and, and we truly mean it across the board. And I think we've seen a lot of headwinds when we first arrived into the market, being a very new, small distribution company. There's there's a lot of relationships and manufacturers that did not want to work with us because we were the small kids on the block. But we were able to, with perseverance, a lot of grit, we were able to overcome a lot of these obstacles and really disrupt the market, to be honest. How did you do that? How did you disrupt? Sure. Yeah. So I, I think it all goes back to customer service. And I took that from my years in hospitality and I said, there is... It's great to have a business that makes money, but it's even better to have a business that has great relationships. So we focused on that. When I said Sunergy is a family, we don't only consider our own internal team family members, we also consider our clients family members and we treat them just as family members. We build a relationship with them, whether it's in our best interest or not, we want to ensure that they are well taken care of. And, and that may be, and, and I've had to bend and make some business decisions that, like I said, didn't necessarily help myself or my company, but it helped the clients at the end of the day, right? And I think our clients realized that very quickly. And so they became long-term clients. And eventually that spread word of mouth that Sunergy is not a business just about money. It, it's about people. So who would be a client or like a typical client? A few examples. Sure, 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 sure. So a client would technically be a Sunrun or a large installer that that directly communicates with a homeowner or a business owner to sell the system to. Okay, that makes so you're selling to other businesses, generally speaking. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. And is it even like some sort of like at home use? like products like something solar power phone, or are we talking more commercial application type products? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about larger, larger application products, primarily to, to power your entire home. There, there are a lot of products out there that are absolutely wonderful when it comes to powering a small de device, phone or this. We focus on the larger image of that, primarily because our, our keys to success as you know, as humanity is sustainability. And we have to find a way to do that and do it with resiliency built into it. So you really see this sector continuing to explode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I Tesla, Elon Musk is in, in the industry as well. There's a lot of big players in the industry. And I think the industry is just continuously growing. There's a lot of sophistication being brought into solar, which is very different being such a newer industry, right? and really catching its wings. Now, solar has been around for a very long time, but it's really started gaining traction here in the last 10 years. And I think the next 10 years, it's, it's going to explode because 
like I said, they're, everyone's very comfortable with flipping on their lines, light switch and expecting there to be electricity. Now, the one day that it's not uh, is the day that they're going to give companies like ours calls. But the, the thing is, by that, by that time, the pr every year, the prices on everything, milk, you name it, any product goes up. So by that time, it may be a little, little too late. Like we're seeing in certain places in the world where there's a power crisis. Not as much in the yeah. U.S. yet, but do you see that in the near future? I do. I do. And I think that's going to be major because a lot of people don't notice it. But when you look outside and you see power lines, people think, oh, that's where the energy comes from. What they don't understand is those power lines are limited to a specific amount of capacity. You cannot push more electricity through that line no matter what you do. Well, if everyone starts plugging in cars, uh, where's that electricity going to come from? And just to be open about it, I don't feel that utility companies or the government is going to step in and say, you know what, we're going to replace all the power lines in the United States. That's just it's non-existent. So you really don't have much of a alternative, to be honest. And I think that's that's the biggest thing, but it's just not seen as of yet. And I don't think it's being talked about as much as it should be. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of opportunity yeah. to solve oh, yeah. these problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I said, it's just, it's energy consumption. Uh, so either either we all give our ring doorbells away and our electric toothbrushes and, you know, start giving having less devices, or we have to go renewable. I mean, there's just no other way around it. Yeah, I don't see us giving up our devices. Yeah, I don't see that either. So, so I think this is this is kind of the only other solution. And because there are great incentives, these incentives are not going to be around for long either. And I don't think the typical homeowner understands that and they don't see it as important. But what they they will realize it at, at some point, right? I just hope it's not too late. Yeah, I, I've already heard that because of the change in rates. Well, now it's not yeah. as affordable to install solar. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, with, as the interest rates go up and fluctuate, it becomes more, more, more expensive to go solar. Not only that, electricity rates continuously rise, right? And uh, these manufacturers, for good or for bad, realize that they can increase the price of their products because it's still lower than, than the electricity rates. So there's more profit being made. And instead of spending all of that additional capital in the future, you might as well spend it now because solar system is, is kind of like, it, it's like buying a home in a certain aspect. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the typical solar system is warrantied itself for 25 years, which is massive. So it, it, it's going to be with you for quite some time. And most people don't understand that or don't have the knowledge that even the, the White House has had panels on it since the 1950s, and they're still operational to this time without any issues. So, yeah, so you see a world where everybody, everybody has a solar panel. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think, I think it's going to be needed primarily a lot more in, in urban areas. Inner cities are going to be very popular with solar. Why? Because there's more electricity being used, and there's only a certain capacity on the lines. So there's no other option to get electricity into those areas. I mean, that's one of the, the good parts of that as well. If you're in a remote 
situation where you don't have that supply of electricity, well, solar can be a, a potential solution. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. And I know in California, there's continuously brownouts. Our, our headquarters is here in Texas and ERCOT, because we're not on the national grid. ERCOT has already announced this year, Texas, the Texas market is going to have severe brownouts. Now, these are all massive reasons to go solar, but people don't realize it. So we had something just a few years ago where there was a freeze here in Texas, and there was a lot of electrical outages all across the state. And because we were not on the national grid, we couldn't pull from anywhere else in the country as far as electricity. There was actually 173 people that died during that time period. And people don't realize that. It was very cold, and that was not something that's common for Texas. And having electricity out for that amount of time was, was it was a different environment that people, people don't have on it have the experience of having on, on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a situation that needs to be dealt with before it gets worse. Sure. Sure. So if our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, Neil, your company to explore these services you offer, how can they do so? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Please feel free to give us a call at 832-786-5050 or visit us online at www.sunergy, which is S-U-N-R-G-Y.com. Well, thank you, Neil, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm Chad Kalecki from Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Yeah.